Welcome to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan and Mike the Grizz, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. Hey, Grizz, I'm so excited about today's show. Oh, John, it's going to be so good. We've got a retired game warden telling us what it's like to be a game warden. The funniest things that happen, we've got hunting uh, whitetail in Kansas. I mean, we just, we got gator hunting. we got alligator gar fishing. I mean, John, we got everything this week. Well, guess what else we have, Grizz? Uh, tell me, John, I like surprises. We got two hours starting today. Yeah, I hope I don't get bored with you for two hours. We'll, we'll try to make it happen and fun. No, it'll be fun. We've got so many great guests. Yeah. It'll be fun. Well, I'll tell you it'll what. In the last few weeks, uh, you know, Fish Talk Radio has had some huge changes. First of all, as we, when you introduced the show, it's uh, Fish Talk and Hunt Radio. So, And the reason for that is we're going to continue to cover fishing. But especially since we have two hours, we're going to bring a lot more hunting into play. You know, and John, people want to know about hunting. And not just, you know, we're not just going to talk about deer hunting or turkey hunting. We're going to talk about Africa. We're going to talk about Alaska. And, uh, you know, we're going to cover every type of hunting and fishing and even other activities. So, you know, we want the best for our fans. Well, you know, the other thing, Chris, what what else has happened real quickly? Well, I think we're in 40 new radio stations all over Broadcast. the Well, you can actually just turn your car radio on. And uh, we've got uh, just in the top 10 largest markets that we've got, we've got over 30 million uh, coverage people in the coverage area. Well, that'd be great. You can actually, I don't know if I'd like to drive down the car, listen to Grizz and, and John on the radio. I might wreck or something. Yeah, yeah. You might, <laughs> la- you might start laughing and drive off the road. That's, uh, yeah, that's anyway, I'll tell you what, if we're, if we're not the biggest outdoor radio show in the world, uh, we will be shortly. But anyway, Grizz, we have to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with uh, someone that apparently that you know that is going to be a lot of fun. You're listening. Fish Talk Radio. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Wormer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Always buy quality, and you will not be disappointed. AO Coolers, the lightweight, soft-sided cooler, will not disappoint you. Easy to carry, less room on the deck, and more efficient. AO Coolers fit the product inside for more performance. Once you try one, you want more. You will be proud to own one. AO Coolers outperform bulky, hard-shell, and lesser soft-sided coolers. For types and how to find yours, go to aocoolers.com. Available at West Marine. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with Mike the Grizz and John Hennigan. Well, Grizz, uh, we have uh, something, somebody very interesting that uh, I'll let you introduce because uh, you know Mike a little better than I do, but it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, the thing of it is, you know, I, I want Mike on here. First, he's a real nice guy and a professional. Second of all, I don't think many people really know what a game warden is. They think they run around chasing bunnies or squirrels or something. <laughs> but I think they really don't have a concept of what a professional game warden is. Mike, can you tell us? And that's what we got. We got Mike Murray. Mike, can you tell us what is a game warden? How do you get to be a game warden first? And then tell us what your job is. Well, in order, I know when I was hired back in 83, um, you know, you get hired and you uh, shortly after you're uh, hired, they send you to a a police academy uh, where you spend, you know, it varies. When I went, it was eight weeks. Uh, And then after, of course, it's, I, I have seen where it's up to 20 plus weeks, but I know when I was there, we did a lot of physical fitness. We went over all types of law, uh, search and seizure type uh, education, firearm training, uh, 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 you know, with firearm, you know, all types of firearm training. And, uh, you know, it was just eight solid weeks of of that. And, um, you know, after we finished that, then 
they put us in the field pretty quick. You know, we were all on probation, you know, a probationary period there for a while until we proved that, you know, we had a, what it took, I guess. Well, let me ask you something, Mike, because you made the comment that uh, you got to be, you took physical education. That means you run, you pitch up, push up, jump over walls. And I, I have to tell you, I travel all over the world, and I see a lot of gay boys that's kind of got a hot belly. Oh, come on, Chris. <laughs> but I mean, really, John, uh, do you have to stay in shape all the time? Or once you get in, can you get a little beer belly on you? I know, because I got a beer belly. And well, it depends. I mean, you know, if you do get a beer belly, you just hope that the violators you come in contact with aren't in good physical condition. Uh, <laughs> you know, that, that can present a problem. But, you know, it, it is, you know, uh, they do kind of stress that you, you know, stay in somewhat decent, uh, you know, because there is a lot of... Uh, you know, I mean, especially in Louisiana, that that's uh, that can be tough climate there. You know, you got a lot of swamps, marsh, uh, uh, the the uh, real humid weather, uh, and it can get cold actually in the winter, a lot colder than people realize. And and uh, yeah, you need to somewhat uh, maintain uh, mm-hmm. some kind of a condition. Uh, it is best, uh, Mike. Okay. Uh, I'm Go sorry, ahead, John. Well, I was just gonna—I was gonna ask you what state, but I think you've already answered that question. So, yes. L- L- Louisiana is where you've been doing it. Uh, I, I have just a couple of real quick comments on uh, game wardens. Uh, first of all, uh, a friend of mine was in Oregon, and what they do there is that you become a state police, and then you can transfer transfer over to fish and game. But you actually are a state policeman. And another quick comment is in, it's been a couple of years since I checked, but in California, um, about 20 years ago, uh, we had uh, 17 million people and 350 game wardens, which is not much. Now we're over 30 million, yeah, 17, now we're over 30 million and we still have 350 uh, game wardens. Okay, yeah. you know, yeah, there's a, needs to be more game wardens, but uh, I want to ask you something, Mike. Now, being a game warden, there's more than you taking care of bunnies and birds and stuff. You have responsibilities, and you're trained in uh, first aid and all of that. What are some of more of your uh, responsibilities other than taking care of animals? Well, it, it it it's a wide variety, you know. We, uh, of course, in Louisiana, uh, some states are different. Uh, a game warden in Louisiana is also uh, overall boating safety. Uh, we have to take care of everything pertaining to boats. Uh, you know, to check, make sure, uh, you know, DWIs. You know, we're training that. Uh, make sure that the proper amount of PFDs, uh, that's life preservers, are used. Uh, of course, we we have a, a number of drownings, you know, uh, which falls under search and rescue. But you know, all boating accidents, jet skis, anything, uh, mm. thing of that, we have to do. And uh, 
you know, in addition to all that, lost search rescue, uh, you know, when you're in the woods, naturally you run into marijuana. You know, meth labs really came on big about halfway through my career. Uh, of course, you've got a, a, a lot of these guys out there at night, you know, they're on alcohol, and you know what that does to some folks. And uh, But we also insist with other law enforcement agencies, such as the sheriff's office, state police, city police, uh, university police, uh, state and federal parks, and, uh, you know, uh, you know, seafood dealers, commercial fishing dealers, restaurants. Uh, and Restaurants? Uh, what do you do with restaurants? Well, like if it's a seafood restaurant and, and you know, if they're selling, you know, uh, especially commercial fish that's caught within the state, you know, it, it, you know, we have to regulate that. That's just like the... Uh, it was just shortly after I went to work, the redfish along the coast mm-hmm. was in really bad shape because it had been commercially harvested for so long. And uh, fortunately, they got together and said, you know, uh, we're going to have to do something about this. And they made it, they, they reclassified this as sport fish. And the population just really came on. I mean, better than I think anyone can imagine. So, uh, but, you know, it's just stuff like that. You have to really watch people. You know, sometimes they will try to sell something they're not supposed to have. And, uh, you know, always netters. You know, you got some people that will go into uh, uh, the estuaries and string out nets, and they'll pretty much keep anything they can get sometimes, and that includes sport fish. So it was a lot of things that we had to do, both fresh and salt water, in addition to the hunt. <laughs> Well, you're and in first aid for accidents, not only on boats, but uh, you guys help out in car accidents and things like that on the highways also, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we have full police power, and, you know, uh, you know, we, we actually have done DWIs. You know, normally if I see someone that looks like they're under the influence, you know, we, we get them stopped and... Uh, you know, a lot of times it dominoes into a lot of stuff. But, yeah, we do a lot of CPR, uh, uh, you know, numerous things pertaining to all types of injuries. And, um, uh, you know, like I said, it, it's it's a lot more than what you were, you know, like you said previously about just checking hunting and fishing license. There's a lot more to do. Well, basically, you're a policeman first, and a game warden second, it sounds like. Do you have all the authorities of a, of a sheriff or a deputy sheriff? Do you have that same authority? Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, you know, for the unless it's changed, uh, we used to have power to even go into homes without a, a search warrant. Now, I mean, that didn't mean we could just well, I don't like the way that place looks or, you know, and just go in there. I mean, we had to have real, you know, probable cause. But there were a lot of times, you know, when other agencies would like to have us nearby. Oh, you mean so look, looking for uh, illegal game or something in the freezer? Well, not only that, but, uh, you know, drugs and, oh. uh, you know, uh, felons of all sorts. Mm-hmm. So okay. it, 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 well, you know. uh, Mike, uh, the good news is is that we're going to keep you on for another 12 minutes because this segment is coming to a close. And I'm sure that the Grizz has got a ton more questions for you. And well, I don't not know. only 
that, John, he's going to tell us the most scariest thing that's happened to him, the funniest thing. Okay. Uh, well, we're going we're gonna to find out, Chris. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com. And I've got a question for Mike when we come back. The best wing shooting is in Nayarit, Mexico. It's absolutely incredible and is only 2,650 U.S. dollars per person. Includes four nights lodging, three days hunting, all meals, non-alcoholic beverages, transportation, bird boys, cleaning and packing of all birds. You'll even be provided, free of charge, a quality shotgun over and under or automatic, either a Beretta or Browning. Three cases of shotgun shells. Even the tips are included. Bird season starts soon, so book your adventure today. Contact support at thegrizgear.com. That's support at thegrizgear.com. Or call 434-953-8598. That's 434-953-8598. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Let me tell you about a fantastic boutique hotel on Mag Bay called the Mangrove Inn, located on the estuary in Lopez Mateos. This unique hotel will connect you with nature. The whale watching is incredible. They have the best onshore and offshore fishing guides and even bird watching guides. And the estuary fishing. You can even kayak fish the estuaries right from the hotel. The chef will even cook your catch. Check it out at mangroveinbaja.com or call 434-953-8598 to book your adventure. That's 434-953-8598. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan and Mike the Grizz. Okay. Well, John, we still got Mike out there, and he's going to tell us some really neat stories, uh, Archie Michael. Yeah, we're having a little bit of technical difficulties uh, talking to him, but we're going to we're going to get through it, and uh, we'll see if we can help out a little bit. Even though we're going to get a little bit of a breakup, but but it's uh, it's that's because it's the real deal, and you know he's out there hunting panthers and bad guys. <laughs> 
Well, you got some stories to tell us, buddy? Well, um, what do you you want the most? Uh, something on the lighter side or more serious side? No, or? I want down and dirty. <laughs> what, whatever you want, Mike. Well, you know, there, there's so many. I worked 23 and a half years, but, uh, you know, I can remember a few things. Uh, I know that in the parish, which in Louisiana, we, we have parishes, not counties, and uh, we had a family there. Uh actually three brothers that one of the brothers was actually on the 10 most wanted <laughs> and they had killed uh they had either killed or been associated with several killings there and uh they had been um these boys were pretty they, they had been brought up they were kind of rough and they were real they were real adapted to the outdoors so uh, that search went on for a long time before they were finally found but we were really Larry with the fact that, you know, they could sleep and live anywhere and, you know, just walking through the woods looking for them, you know, that could be a mess. But uh, they were finally apprehended, and uh, they're now serving life. So, well, one of them I know serving life sentence. And uh, I did have a, a deal once where um, a warden and I were putting out a decoy. Uh, we used deer and turkey decoys for people. We've primarily put them in areas where uh, we've been getting a lot of poaching complaints. And uh, we usually use at least three people. And one of the officers dropped us out to put it up. Well, we hadn't even got out there good to stick it up when we heard another vehicle coming. And so we had to run over there and stick it up where they're coming around the curve. And the next thing I know, they've got their door open, which I knew or felt fairly sure they were going to shoot it. And uh, thankfully, there was a hole right under the decoy that we could dive under. Oh. Just as soon as we jumped under, I mean, they shot so, it. Yeah. Now, was it a deer or what was the decoy? Yeah, they were shooting the decoy. Yeah. But I mean, if, if it hadn't been for the hole, what, what, what made it so much scarier? And the whole time I'm praying, I'm saying, man, I hope it's not a shotgun with buckshot because, you know, that goes everywhere. It's just not one cartridge. And sure enough, they had a triple alt buckshot that they were shooting. Oh. And so we we got under that hole just in a fraction of time. Yeah. Hey, but, uh, Mike, I don't want to uh, jump in on your stories, but I got a real quick one. It's a friend of mine, uh, John Katzenstein, worked in uh, Oregon for Fish and Game. And he he uh, worked on a taxidermy, and they made this uh, a deer decoy. They called it Daisy. And they go out and set it up in this field, and then they sit back and just wait for somebody to come along. Sure didn't take, but, you know, 20, 30 minutes. Some guys come up and, uh, and, and, and blasted. It. Well, they were on them like you know, right, right now, and I uh, took their gun. We gave them a you know a, a citation and this and that, and uh, and then the the next year they put uh, you know Daisy back up again out in the field, and you never believe what happened. Uh, the the exact same car with the exact same people came by and shot it again. <laughs> oh wow. Well, you know, well, you know, we, 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 a matter of fact, I actually, uh, I know one day we made 36 cases wow. on, on, on different, 36 different people. Yeah. Wow. 
unreal. And uh, the, what made this so dangerous is we didn't even have time to get it stuck up good. But yeah, <laughs> but you know there was a lot of times checking people. Uh, you know you don't think of it, but in Louisiana they require all shotguns to be plugged. Uh, doesn't even necessarily, you know, migratory. All states require a plug shotgun, but in Louisiana, you mean you mean you can only hold three shells or what? Well, exactly. And uh, uh, I can think of twice that I almost had my feet and shin blown off. You know, by and both times it was the old uh, model ninety-seven Winchester that had the hump, and uh, they were kind of, kind of notorious for that. Uh, I did have a dove hunter almost shoot me once uh, coming out of the bushes there on him. Uh, he wasn't intentionally. I'm, I feel confident that he was trying to. I think I just scared him, and uh, and I have had a bullet go right by my left ear once. Uh, I really believe I don't think it was someone shooting at me because from the uh, area it came from, I don't think anybody could even see me. It was just a a stray bullet that I just almost was in the wrong place at the wrong time. But there, there's there's several instances that I can think of that you know could have turned out bad. I got shot once, Mike. I was putting out decoys in the fog, and I had an all camouflage, and I had a honker in my hand. And the guy come by in a drift boat, come around the island, and I guess he thought that that goose was in a tree or something because it was really foggy, and like I said, I was in camouflage, and he shot me <laughs> with a shotgun. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I, Still got buckshot. Well, not buckshot. I got about, I keep shooting number sixes in my cheek and in my chin. And thank God I had glasses on. It broke my glasses. Oh, wow. That wasn't fun. Yeah. Well, I've had a couple of buddies shot uh, both times turkey hunting. And uh, one, well, both were pretty bad. One was worse than the other, but... uh, you know, it it yeah, it gets dangerous out there on all types of hunting. You know, and you know the two people that shot them, they, you know, after quizzing them, they sure didn't have any business being out there. But I don't know. Well, there's so many hunters out there that do not have an idea of what they're doing, but you guys do have under hunter education now, right? Yeah, that's something. You know, we we have to teach and. Uh, you know, we, I noticed the classes, I, you know, I hate to say it, unfortunately, they, they seemed to, at least when I was there, they were getting smaller, uh, um, such a large percent, uh, you know, people have different ideas on it, but such a large percent of the kids nowadays, they, they tend to want to play a video game more than they do go outside. And, uh, a lot of kids, you know, you got a lot more single parent families now and, you know, uh, in a situation like that, you know, they just don't always have the opportunity to, to to get out there and hunt unless they go with a friend or an uncle or something like that. So uh, there is a decline, but hopefully it'll, it'll, it'll pick back up sometime. Well, you guys have done such a good job, the game wardens of the United States, that in every state there is more wildlife than there ever has been. Look at Indiana, Ohio, with the whitetail and the turkey. I mean, 
You'd never seen a turkey in Indiana or Ohio, and now they're everywhere. And you've got white deal running through parking lots in Illinois, and it's just incredible how the United States has gotten better and better hunting. Well, you're exactly right. When I was growing up, you know, an outfitter, my nephew is an uh, outfitter in southern Indiana. Now, who would think an outfitter would be in Indiana? You always thought Montana, Wyoming, Utah, D.C. It's incredible. Exactly. Exactly. And and like you said, I I can recall my grandfather, you know, he grew up uh, in the winter months. He, He lived in a log cabin. In a, in a big swamp area in 1918, 1919. He was just a little young to be in World War One, And uh, they actually market hunted ducks. I never will forget that. And uh, they trapped a lot. But he told me, and I'll never forget this, he said he never saw a deer in his life growing up until he was in, thir- uh, I think, like late 30s before he ever saw a deer. Uh, there just weren't any deer in that country because the market, they had totally market hunted them out, and turkeys were pretty much the same way. And now how many deer can you uh, take or harvest in a season now? Well, I, I, you know, in Louisiana, it was six per year. Uh, I imagine I don't know. that. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, I live here in Arkansas now, and, uh, there are zones here where you can take up six. Well, I was told, and I don't know if it's true, it's hearsay, but in Alabama, you're allowed eight. Yeah, they've got a pretty big there, yeah. I mean, that's absolutely incredible to be able to hunt and, and obtain the wildlife, and it's thanks to fish and game, and I don't mean just in one place, all over the world that have helped stop poaching. Yep. And like I said, we've got more. My brother told me, who lives in Ohio, that they got turkeys everywhere. It's nothing to see two, three hundred turkeys. Going to church on Sunday out in the field. <laughs> well, Chris, all I can say is that it's amazing, um, you know, what happens when you start putting limits and controls. I think actually there's more polar bears in existence now than there were 40, 50 years ago. That's because they quit shooting them. So, yeah, if you stop killing them, especially the last few, it makes a huge difference. But it looks like we're going to have to wrap this one up. So, uh, Mike, if there's any contact information or if there's anything you want to put out there, now you've got about 10 seconds. Well, uh, <laughs> just uh, if you could, just get a hold of the Grizz and he can contact me. There you go. Okay, we appreciate yeah, all of that. Mike's a good friend. Okay, thank you guys. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to this as many times as you want. Maybe better. It's a great time to visit Lake Nascimento. Hard to pronounce, easy to find, to rest and relax this fall and winter season. Cast your line, sit back, breathe in the crisp air, and catch a fish. The resorts offer accommodations from lodges that sleep four or more, modular cabins that sleep up to eight, all fully furnished lodges with scenic views of the lake. Self-contained RV rental trailers are also available. Located midway between Los Angeles and San Francisco, the resort offers fun and adventure for the entire family. Visit NascimentoResort.com. That's N-A-C-I-M-I-E-N-T-O Resort.com. 
If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan and Mike the Grizz. Well, we got Gene on the line. Gene is a famous whitetail hunter out of Kansas. Now, years ago when I was hunting, the Grizz hunted all of that part of the country. The only reason you went to Kansas was to shoot pheasant and prairie chicken. And quail. There wasn't, nobody ever talked about big whitetail, especially monster whitetail like they have now. Gene, he's hey, an outfitter. He's the man to go to. Gene, tell us all about the whitetail hunting and hunting in Kansas now. How you doing, Bones? I'm doing great. It's so good to have you on there. Tell us about the whitetail hunting you got there. Well, it's uh, coming a long way, and it gets better every year. And uh, the, the horns are getting bigger due to the minerals and the food that we're giving them. And, hmm. you know, Kansas already has those uh, minerals in the ground to, to grow big whitetails. And and uh, things are getting better every year. And uh, the good part about it is uh, they're pretty liberal with their, their tags in different units. And, and uh, everybody seems to be drawing a tag when they put in. Unlike a lot of the other states, you know, and and uh, 
it's just coming on. It's a uh, sleeper uh, state G- for a long time. Now G- it's coming on. Gene, this is John. A couple of quick questions about what you just said. I had no idea minerals would have any effect on it. But you also you also mentioned feed. Are you actually feeding them, or is it that the availability of uh, the food is there? Well, here, here's what makes Kansas so good. And if you if everybody knows about whitetails, they know the best states are Illinois, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri. Those states all have lots Corn. of uh, lots of calcium and minerals, and they're you know the they're already in the ground. But when you start adding and supplementing them with minerals and food, like like not just the corn and the soybeans and stuff that already grows there. I'm talking about feeding them, you know, uh, all kinds of the, these. You know, I use Whitetail Institute's pellets and alfalfa pellets. Oh, okay. And so you're you're actually giving them plenty of protein. Yeah. So you're so you're uh, uh, you're actually putting the food out just like for your cat or your dog. Right. I feed my deer all year long, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, there's plenty of food already there with the corn and the soybeans, and that's just natural forage to them with you know with the regular browse. But anytime you start adding minerals that that deer need and and supplements oh, like just like vitamins that people take, you can make them healthier by taking certain things. And uh, and then and then you hide behind the tree and blast them while they're eating yep. the food. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, John, that's terrible to talk like that. We hunt here. We don't stand behind trees. You shoot them with a lot of people to hear a corn. What's wrong with you? You know, you know what? I don't know. Seems to make sense. Well, that's because you're not a deer hunter. Uh, one thing that I think a lot of people can tell us about that. You talk about calcium. And everything making those antlers grow. Now, there's one thing I want to bring up, and Gene could be behind me on this. Deer do not have horns. That's right. Cows have horns. <laughs> Deer have <laughs> antlers. Antlers, correct. And the antlers are built with calcium, just like your fingernails. Am I right, Gene? You're right. And they, they used to they, they come, you cut them off, grow, or they fall off and grow back. So every year, a deer year. drops his rack. Also, racks are what they call them racks on deer, the same as they call them on women. We're a little bit different there. <laughs> but anyway, oh, those uh, racks they fall off. off and they grow again. <laughs> So, and a, a horn does not fall off. It stays forever. Sheep have yep. horns, cows have horns, goats have horns, antelope have horns, but deer have antlers. For the people that didn't know. Am I right, Gene? You're correct. Yep. So, Gene, what is how many inches? Now, because I know Kansas has just went completely crazy on yep. big deer. Is it easy or difficult to get a 160? Well, I would guess uh, on an average, your 150 is 
fairly common. A 160 is just a little bit below that, you know. Now, we kill 200 inches every year, and we kill 170s every year, but we kill several 145 to 150. That's our average is probably close to 150. And the 160 well, that's is just a little bit here. above average. Yeah, and you just have to pass the 130s and 40s and 50s to get that 160. And that's, you know, with the people coming from out of state to hunt with us every year, yeah, I get a lot of guys from Pennsylvania and Alabama and out east, and they just they've never seen a 140 inch deer before, and they're not going to let that thing go. They're going to shoot it, but I have to talk them into letting them go. And after a couple of years of hunting with me, they figure out that you know if I'd have just waited because they shoot a deer, and here comes a big one right afterwards, that they would have got it. You know, Gene, that's one of the problems I have by taking people out here in Mexico for over in the eastern part of Mexico, the people from Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, uh, they've never seen a deer over 129. Yep. You put a 149 or 150, and I mean, they pop it. Yep. Yep. That's the biggest deer they've ever seen. Yep. Oh, we've got a great return. Yeah, 160 is Boone and Crockett now, right? 170. Yeah, well, that's a great deer. Yeah, that's a giant, yep. You know, they say one in a million deer that's harvested makes Boone and Crockett. And we One in a million. One in a million killed. Now, that's not one in a million walking around. That's one in a million harvested, yep. So that's how tough it is to get one. So that just tells you how good a 170-inch deer is. Well, like I said, Kansas, it's just absolutely incredible. It used to be Texas was where you'd want to get anything over 150. But Kansas right now is about, I think it's running right in there with Texas, isn't it? Yep. Oh, yeah. It's uh, What's happened is that... The tags are pretty – it's a, actually a draw to get your tag, but there's like 20 different units, and each unit has like anywhere from a 800 to 2,000 tags for non-residents now, and everybody draws. I mean, it's uh, – it, you know, it's pretty liberal. Now, the tags are expensive. They're almost $500 now, but they're, they're almost – every hunter that I had booked at my business – Drew a tag. Uh, Gene, a couple of quick questions. First of all, you, uh, we need to make sure that we get what your business is and how to get in touch with you. Uh, yep. So we need to get that information. Another question is, with all this uh, great food that, that these deer are eating, uh, I bet they make some pretty good table fare. And if you might want to comment on that, and, and what, you do you, what do you like to do with the harvested deer? Actually, we our deer are probably as good at eating as any deer I've ever eaten. And, you know, I'm, I'm actually from Joplin, Missouri, and I've been over in Kansas for almost 30 years now. And it's just, uh, you know, you know, you're, you hear a corn-fed deer is, you know, they, what you do is you feed cattle corn mm-hmm. and, you know, to fatten them up so they taste yep. better. Well, a deer has corn all the time. You know, and it, they're not deer like in the the woods deer that's eating acorns and stuff. Mm-hmm. They get a little bit different taste to them. You know, it's the same way if a cow, if you didn't give him that corn and just put him out to pasture, he's not going to taste as good. Right. Right. And then, no, uh, corn-fed deer. Yeah. I love yeah. jerky. Yeah. Venison yep. jerky. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I'll take the back strips. I absolutely strips. love it. Uh, well, let's and, tell us a little bit about your outfitting, Gene. 
Okay, my outfit business is real easy to remember. It's called Kansas Whitetail Adventures. And the website's kansaswhitetails.com. Kansas Whitetails with an S. Dot, dot, dot com. And uh, you go to my website. It's It's got all the big deer we kill. The, everything on the front page is current from the, the previous year. It's got a slide going by with all these big pictures. And, and uh, we even have little kids, t- 12, 14 years old, killing 150, 60-inch deer. And we we started out in 1994, and uh, we just built bigger and bigger every year. And, and we don't take a, a big, big number of hunters, but everybody keeps coming back. So mm-hmm. we got to be doing something right. They like us, I guess. Do you do any hunting? Uh, no, we're actually in eastern Kansas, so the pheasants are about an hour away from us to the west. Okay. You know, there's some release stuff birds around, but, you know, it's uh, a, the, the yeah. wild birds are every yeah. once in a while. You know, some of the release places, birds get over on my places that we hunt. Right. And, you know, they think they've seen some wild ones, but yeah. they're they're just birds that got away. Yeah. Well, that's and not... you, uh, do you have prairie chickens over there? We got. It used to be the best prairie chicken hunting in the world, and we still have some. They're just not as many as there used to be. Boy, I remember going to Kansas for prairie chicken and pheasant. Yeah, How those booming grounds and. Quail hunting's, you know, it, it, Fredonia, Kansas was world famous for its quail hunting. And it wouldn't be anything to find 30 coveys in a day. Wow. And then they wow. all just kind of disappeared. I don't hmm. know what happened. They just all disappeared. Hey, Grizz, 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 we're going to have to wrap back. it up here. We're just about out of time again. All okay. right. Well, guys, if you want to go get a monster whitetail and not go too far, you got to go with Gene in Kansas. And uh, you just call him and tell him the Grizz and John sent you. And uh, give us your contact information one more time, Gene, please. Okay. It's uh, kansaswhitetails.com. And the phone number is 620-926-2770. Okay. And then, All right. Uh, okay. Gene, well, thank you a bunch for that. That was Sounds really good. great. Hey, save All some. Right. That, that, that meat sounds great. Save some for me. Thank you, yeah. sir. All right. And go to com, Gene, and listen to this show again probably very shortly. So you are okay. listening to Fish Talk Radio, and we appreciate you tuning in. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Henneken and Mike the Grizz. Well, man, I'll tell you what, that was great. We got to learn about game wardens, which, you know, I always wondered about that. I see them out, but they play a very, very big part in all of our systems as far as the law. I mean, like Mike says, they can actually go in and search a house without a warrant. That's pretty heavy duty. And then they're protecting the little critters out there. And then we had Gene. What a great story that was about the whitetail in Kansas. I mean, guys, we're going to keep giving you the finest and best fishing and hunting stories you can even imagine. Because we want to give you guys a great, great, great show. And I hate being boring. So, the next part of the show, we're going to have, believe this or not, we're going to talk about gator hunting, actually going after alligators, which is becoming a very, very famous sport in all of the southern states from Florida all the way to Texas are hunting gators now. And then we're going to talk about a fish that nobody hardly fishes for. We're going to be talking about alligator gar fishing. Most people don't even know what this thing is. It's a prehistoric fish that they have found, I don't know how many millions ago, fossils of them that are incredible. So, Fish Talk and Hunt Radio is always going to be looking for the finest, rarest, and interesting things that you could even 
that you can't even imagine. So that's what it's all about, to keep you guys entertaining. And we'll be talking about the, the normal fishermen and what they're sketching and all of that. Another thing, guys, if you want to watch the show, go if you got a iPod or an Android phone, just go to the App Store and download the Wrist Channel. And if you've got an Android, go to the Play Store and download the Bridge. It's completely free. You can even watch John and Mike hunt duck together in southern Mexico. And see us catch fish from all over. Everything from Marlin, Snook, hey, right here on your boat. So when you sit around doing nothing, yes. wait on your wife at the store or at the beauty shop or whatever, and you, or you just don't have anything to do, you can watch our shows right on your phone. Hey, hey, Chris, we've only got a couple minutes, but we've got Luis on the line right now from the Hotel Buena Vista. Let's see if we can give okay. him a minute or two and just find out uh, why we want to go down there. Luis, are you there? Yes. Okay. Well, unfortunately, it took a little bit of a problem. We've only got about a minute and a half. But uh, basically, we want to know where you are and why we should go there. Uh, we are on the East Cape. Um, and that is a beautiful, beautiful. It's along the Bay of the Palms, beautiful, clean water. And the uh, how long has the uh, Hotel Buena Vista been there? I've been here for 40, over 40 years. Now. And, right, okay. And you, Well, you're not 40 years old. No, um, it, it has been over my age. I'm 38. Yeah. Okay, well, we've only got about 10 or 15 seconds, but uh, um, I think any time of the year is the best time to, get, to go. Go whenever you can. But that's Hotel Buena Vista, and the fishing down there is incredible. And this year is looking pretty good, isn't it? It's starting to, the Dorado is starting to come in. you got, uh, uh, you still got some yellowtail and wahoo going on. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have to let you go, Luis. But I promise we'll get you back again next week, and we'll try and make it a little easier.